Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. To where we join our guest, Robert Lusatich this morning. Now, Robert Lusatich is uh, probably uh, one of the most informed gentlemen on Tiger Woods. He wrote uh, an incredibly successful biography back in around 2009 called Unplayable. Uh, was uh, coincided with a very turbulent le- year in Tiger Woods' life, and there have been many of those. Uh, but it's very appropriate that we can uh, talk to Robert, who's also a former Fox Sports golf correspondent, uh, about what's happening in Augusta and about the man himself, because... Uh, he's hot. Tiger Woods has hit the ground walking, limping a wee bit, but it's been impressive. Robert, good morning to you. G'day, mate. How are you, Smitty? Yeah, really cool, mate, and thanks so much for giving us some time this morning. Uh, look, you know this this guy. I mean, you've, you've, you've spent a lot of your life focusing on him. What, first of all, what has been the attraction for you? Is it, is it that obvious because it's Tiger, or why did you, have you spent so much of your, your life your, uh, in terms of, of studying this, this guy? Well, I mean, you know, going back, uh, my, my first major that I covered was uh, for the Australian newspaper, and uh, it was 1996, uh, obviously a big year, uh, and not a great year for Greg Norman, but, but uh, a good year if you were uh, a journalist writing about it, because there's a lot to write about. But I vividly recall the uh, press conference before the tournament where Jack Nicholas said, I've just played with a young man, and uh, with Arnold Palmer and a young man that I think is going to win more green jackets than Arnold and I combined. And that sort of got my interest. And I mean, since then, it just, you know, it, it, it was a little bit coincidental in that we were both, I was out there covering golf when I uh, went to Fox Sports, it became full time. Um, and then I signed a deal with Simon and Schuster uh, to do a book because in all honesty, uh, after I got to know Tiger a little bit, I actually found him much more interesting. Uh, but he liked to keep his public persona much more sanitized. And I'm not talking about the adultery and, you know, things that, that, that level of thing. But just, you know, he had, he's got a wicked sense of humor, swears like a sailor. Um, and I just thought he was a, he was a, a more interesting guy than, than uh, he wanted to let on. But more importantly, I suppose, uh, the, the, you know, it became clear, very obvious, very obvious, very soon that he was just, I was witnessing something that was not just, you know, once in a generational talent, but, but maybe more once in a century kind of a talent. And, uh, and I think in a lot of ways, he showed that again today. I mean, 71, he's three off the lead, hasn't played in, you know, over a year, almost broke his leg, almost died in, in, a, in a car accident. Uh, it's just astounding to see what he did today. Robert, there's been over the, the course of sporting history some seriously focused, determined, unique individuals. What makes Tiger Woods at the top of the, uh, of the, of the tree in that regard, uh, in your opinion? I think that, that 
he's changed. You know, he's matured, I think, in a lot of ways. In the beginning, he just was only focused on, on, uh, on golf. And, he, you know, he was just obsessed with it. And I think a lot of these guys, when you get them, when they're young and they're, they're that obsessed, they become, and, you know, if you've got the talent, obviously, and you've got the, the he had the mental capacity to be able to play golf because it's such a, it's not like somebody's throwing a ball at you or someone's going to tackle you or, you know, Jonah Lomu's coming at you. It's, it's none of that. It's, it's, you, you, it's the discipline required is that that ball's not moving. It's all up to you. And, uh, and, and obviously when you hit a bad shot in golf, you know, things, you, you're not very happy. He's, he is always not happy when he hits a bad shot. But what I, what's amazing about him is his capacity to just let it go. When he gets to the ball, he starts thinking about how he's going to hit the next one and how he's going to save a shot. Uh, and there was a great moment today. In fact, one of my favorite moments uh, was when um, he was in the pine straws on the ninth hole and actually had quite a good little creative punch shot and it ran up to the front of that green. That green slopes heavily right uh, back to front. And then it started trickling down and went went off the green. And he uh, just let out the, the, the biggest F-bomb, you know. And uh, uh, again, I, I just, I, I like that because it's a humanity. It's the humanity that he used to try and sort of keep, uh, keep sort of bundled up. But he didn't want people to see. But it's human. It's a human response. And you've played golf, you've, probably uttered that word I, I dare say um uh because uh, something goes bad you're not happy um I, so i just i think that he's di- he's a different person obviously he's got a couple of kids he's not as obsessive as he used to be however i think that he looks at you know he's not going to be as motivated now you know to go and play at uh, a regular pga tour stop event but the majors and especially this one it's got a lot of uh, meaning to him. Uh, I think that he's going to try and, and ramp up his game as best he can at the at his age. I mean, you know, he he would be the the uh, you know the, he's already the second oldest guy to win one, um, and and now he's vying to with Jack Nicklaus to to win it at forty six. So there's a lot of history. Uh, I think he he really understands the history. He appreciates it. And bottom line, he loves golf. You know, he just loves it. And, uh, you know, may, maybe not to the degree that he did when he was a kid, but, you know, we all grow up, we get married, we have kids, we have other things that we, we like as we as we get older in life. Um, but, uh, but he's still got that ability to bring not just the physical game, but the, the mental game that was required. Robert, it sounds like you're not surprised that he's uh, almost one. Well, he is one under uh, after the first round. You, you really don't seem that surprised that he's actually teeing it up here uh, at Augusta this time around when the whole world was sort of on tender hooks waiting for him to make that decision. Uh, we're talking sponsors here. We're particularly talking about television companies uh, with their ratings, etc. But for you, uh, not perhaps such a great surprise knowing the guy as well as you do. No, no, it was a great surprise. I mean, I didn't think he was going to play, you know, even a week ago, uh, I didn't think he'd play. But when he went up there last week and played 27 holes, well, you know, my, my, most, of, most of my decision was based on the fact that I just didn't know if he could walk for, for four days. So it's a very hilly course, far hillier than it seems on TV. 
So it's it's a tough walk, especially when it gets cold and wet. Um, I didn't I didn't know that he that he had the, the the ability to do that because he you know as he always does he keeps his cards very close to his chest. Um, but uh, once he said he was playing, I saw he was playing twenty seven, and then when I saw that they put him on the interview schedule this week, well, I mean he he was he's not you know he doesn't love the media <laughs> that much that he's going to show up on a Tuesday and do a press conference just just to do it. So I thought for sure he, he thinks he can play. And as we saw today, a lot of adrenaline. I'm sure he's going to be icing that that foot quite a bit tonight. But um, And maybe the adrenaline just helps you push through things. But, you know, to me, he looked fine. He didn't, he didn't, he had a few moments where it looked like he was a bit ginger. But overall, I thought he walked quite well and he hit the ball very well. Um, in fact, mm. in, in all honesty, I mean, he he basically fluffed two pretty straightforward chips. Uh, that uh, if if he'd have just gotten up and down, now suddenly we're looking at sixty nine, and he's he's one off the pace. I mean, he really was that close. One of the other stories uh, about um, people at the Masters this year, uh, Robert, is the fact that someone isn't there after about thirty years, and. And that, of course, is uh, Tiger's great rival, as it's perceived around the world, and Phil Mickelson. Uh, Tiger's headlines and that are, are going to detract from Phil's absence by a long shot, it would seem. But uh, what about Phil Mickelson? Um, you know, you, you, I would imagine you know a little bit about him as well uh, and his ability to perhaps come back from where he's at at the moment. Well, it's, I think they're very different. This is more... Phil's in a place that's a, that is more... You know, it, it's more similar... Or easier to sort of liken to uh, to Tiger scandal period. Um, I think uh, there's a book coming out. It's probably going to have some unflattering things to say about Phil. I think if you got Steve Williams, the uh, my great mate, the Kiwi caddy, uh, on on your show, he would uh, he would probably struggle to find good things to say about Phil Mickelson um, because a lot of a lot of players have, over the years have felt that Phil's maintained a public image and then there's a there's a, a private one that doesn't always uh, gel with the public one and I think that uh, Phil is now in a place where he's going to have to confront some of these demons and uh, I, I believe that he's doing that DeChambeau said the other day that he's gone dark uh, he's not res- not responding to text messages not responding to phone calls and that's essentially what happened with Tiger when the scandal hit uh, and uh, indeed, I was uh, I was writing a book that I thought was about something else, and then I had to work that in there. So at that time, so it was a it was quite a tumultuous period. And Phil's going through one now. You got to remember, he's fifty one, soon to be fifty two. I don't know that he's really got that much left in him competitively. Uh, it obviously a huge, huge win last year to win the PGA. Uh, to win a major at 51, oldest man ever to do it. But I think that was very much lightning in a bottle. And uh, I think Phil's got other things that he needs to take care of now. And I'd, I'd say most of them are uh, on a personal level. So we'll see We'll see what happens with Phil Mickelson. I, I'm, I'm not surprised that he did not come uh, to the Masters because I, I, I think he's aware, you know, he, he can read the room well enough to know they don't really appreciate distractions at the Masters. They want the tournament to be, you know, the, 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 the star of the show. 
in the golf course. So uh, he did the right thing by staying away. Robert, uh, your favourite experience or favourite story coming out of the Masters and the time that you've, you've covered it? Oh, man, there's a lot of them, mate. There's a lot of them. Uh, I mean, I look, on a personal level, um, I've always been, uh, you know, I first met Adam Scott when he was about 18. Um, you know, he, he's a great kid. Uh, turned into a into a great bloke, and uh, I was very very happy for him uh, to to have been the first Aussie to win one. Uh, Steve Williams on his bag. Steve Stevie's a mate of mine, and I, I, it was that was a very uh, special time for me personally. There have been other great stories, obviously, over the years, but uh, that one resonated with with me the most. Uh, and if you if you remember the the uh, the British Open the year before at Lytham. Uh, Scotty was uh, bogeyed the last four holes to lose to Ernie Els by one. and I mean, it was heartbreaking stuff. Uh, so, you know, for me, that was probably the, the big one. But, I, you know, right up there with that was 2019, Tiger winning in 2019. But, I mean, you just couldn't, you just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I really didn't think he had any majors left in him. Um, and the way he did it, very methodically, uh, very just, uh, he, he was able to detach himself from the heat of the moment. And, uh, you know, he's very, very good at that. But I didn't know that he had the, the mental sort of strength that he used to have because the scandal really took a lot out of him. So that was a, that to me was a, one of the, one of the great, uh, great moments. And I, I'll also re- never forget, I, you know, I was standing out by the 18th green uh, as he putted out and I mean, it was it was that place is very it's very reverential you know they're very enthusiastic the fans and they clap and but this was like a football crowd they were they were chanting his name uh, and and I mean it was wild it was absolutely wild so I'd say those two okay uh, well you mentioned that Australian and New Zealand connection there uh, and uh, with, with Adam Scott, Steve Williams, there's another one at the top of the leaderboard as we speak, Cameron Smith and Sam Pinfold, who's a Kiwi caddy uh, as well. So a bit of romance there and a possibility. Cam Smith's playing the right kind of golf, having won the players, that he's a real chance. Uh, who would, at the, as you look at it at this point, without counting Tiger out, we can't. Uh, you can't win it on the first day. You can lose it. But uh, who are you looking at form-wise? Well, I, I picked Cam Smith... Uh to, to win it, um, and if you look at what he did, I'll tell you the thing that struck me is uh, he didn't show up at all yesterday and, and for, on Wednesday, didn't play the uh, par three or practice. And I thought to myself, that's the sign of a bloke who thinks he's ready to go. And then he comes out and makes double bogey on the first hole. And I thought, well, that's, uh, that's not good. Uh, and then proceeds to make uh, uh, eight bogeys, eight, uh, eight birdies in, in, in the next... Uh, 17 holes, then finishes with a double. So it was a 68 that uh, I think I, I read somewhere hasn't been done in something like you know 25 years. Somebody having a uh, a double and leading the tournament. So that that to me tells me all the. I mean, eight birdies. It, it, that's something. And he's that kind of a player. He's very explosive. He sees the pin and he's aggressive. He goes after it. So I liked him. Uh, you know, Dustin Johnson is is. His game, I mean, he's currently four under par through, uh, and he's still got two par fives to go. So he may well be leading by the end of the day. He's he's hard to say no to because he's just got such power. 
and he's won there, so he'll feel good. But um, the other guy that I think uh, you can't discount is Scotty Scheffler. I know he's only 25, but he's an old 25. He seems to have a, a sort of a wiser head on his shoulder shoulders. He's got Bubba Watson's old caddy on his bag, and and oh by the way, uh, won three times in the last you know five weeks and 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 uh, became the world number one player uh, last week. So. You know, he's he is uh, right now, uh, he's on a heater, as they say over here. So uh, I, I'd, I'd look for him to be involved at the end. Robert, it's been fascinating talking to you. Um, jealous of you because you, you, you've got up alongside perhaps the highest profile sportsman the world will ever see. But uh, And you know him. So, I mean, I'm jealous, but I'm, I'm absolutely uh, thrilled you, you, you uh, allocated some time for us, mate. At this time of the year, thank you so much uh, for your insight. You got it, mate. Uh, already, people yep. already people will be punting. So, uh, thanks very much, mate. Enjoy the rest of the Masters. We will be. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Stuff for your face and body. It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit website of stuff.com.